And you know, when people think of entrepreneurship, we usually look at the glamorous side of entrepreneurship. You know, the joy and the excitement of starting your own business, the freedom, the flexibility, the control you have over your time, over your life of being an entrepreneur. All those things are really exciting when you really think about it. But then on the other side, that new level also will come with its own devils. And some of the devils of entrepreneurship is that, you know, unlike employment, where you can expect a predictable income, you know, like at the end of the month, you get your salary. When you're an entrepreneur, the income is unpredictable at the beginning of your journey. So it's an unpredictable income. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. So you might start your business with um, high expectations, but the truth is there's a lot of uncertainty. You don't know where your next customers are going to come from. You don't know when your business is going to stabilize. You don't know when your sales are going to stabilize. So it's a much more uncertain lifestyle. It's a riskier lifestyle. And this uncertainty and the risk um, tends to pile on. So it, it tends to lead to some level of mental and emotional turmoil. So these are the things you have to deal with if you want to become an entrepreneur. There's no way to run away from it. It's, you know, if you're going to take, if you're going to enjoy the benefits of being an entrepreneur, you're also going to suffer these setbacks. So that's what I mean by new level, new devils. The moment you become an entrepreneur, you have to embrace the devils that come with that level. Every big thing starts small. It's a natural law. Every big multinational corporation was once a small business. Welcome to the Small Starter Business Podcast, a unique podcast for practical tips and advice to help you start, grow, or turn around your business. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. I am your host, John Paul Iwoha. Today, I'm going to be talking about an interesting topic. It's quite different and it's packed with a lot of wisdom. And I'm hoping you're going to pay close attention to this episode. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about an adage. Um, I've known this for quite some time, but I said, you know, this would make for a very good um, topic for the podcast. And it is new level, new devils. So it is new level, new devils. And it's all about why you should be careful what you wish for in business. And um, this is important because almost anybody you talk to who is an entrepreneur or who runs a business, they want to get to the next level. They want to get to the next level of growth. They want to get to the next level of success in their business. And um, what this means, new level, new devils, means that if you want to get to the next level, of success or growth in your business, whatever that next level means for you, whether it means more sales, more expansion in your business, bigger operations, whatever the next level means for you in your business, you also have to be ready for the demands, the problems and the challenges of that next level. So most people want to get to the next level, but they, they only see the bright side of the next level. And the truth is that any next level you're getting to will come with a new set of problems, a new set of challenges, and a new set of demands you may not currently be used to. You see, so that's exactly what the, today's conversation is about. It's about balancing your view and your expectations 
when it comes to growth. And you know, the desire for growth is eternal, right? Nobody wants to remain at the same level in their life. Nobody wants to remain at the same level in their business. People want to dream and grow and achieve new things, right? Our entrepreneurs, we, we thrive on achievements. We want to, we're looking for the next thing, right? So you've, you've hit this milestone. You're looking forward to the next milestone. You've achieved something in this area. You're looking, for, you're looking forward to achieving something in the next area. So it's always about growth, expanding yourself and your horizons and moving to, to the next level. So I want to give, I want to throw a bit more light on this thing about the next level. And you know, the next level means different things to different people. It all depends on where you are right now on your journey. But I want to talk about about five common um, next levels that are common with entrepreneurs in terms of our expectations. And the first one is when it comes to actually becoming an entrepreneur. Now, I'm very fortunate to work with a lot of people who are at the beginning stage of their journey. Some of these people already have a job and they're thinking of, you know, either quitting the job or starting a side business. Some of these people are close to retirement or have already retired. And then they're thinking of becoming an, you know, an entrepreneur. Uh, and interestingly, some of these people are fresh out of school. They are young people. They are starry eyed and they have the confidence to take on the risk of, you know, pursuing the path of entrepreneurship instead of the path of employment. Right. But what all these people have in common is they want to become an entrepreneur. And, you know, when people think of entrepreneurship, we usually look at the glamorous side of entrepreneurship, you know, the joy and the excitement of starting your own business, the freedom, the flexibility, the control you have over your time, over your life of being an entrepreneur. All those things are really exciting when you really think about it. But then on the other side, that new level also will come with its own devils. And some of the devils of entrepreneurship is that, you know, unlike employment, where you can expect a predictable income, you know, like at the end of the month, you get your salary. When you're an entrepreneur, the income is unpredictable at the beginning of your journey. So it's an unpredictable income. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty. So you might start your business with um, high expectations, but the truth is there's a lot of uncertainty. You don't know where your next customers are going to come from. You don't know when your business is going to stabilize. You don't know when your sales are going to stabilize. So it's a much more uncertain lifestyle. It's a riskier lifestyle. And this uncertainty and the risk uh, tends to pile on. So it, it tends to lead to some level of mental and emotional turmoil. So these are the things you have to deal with if you want to become an entrepreneur. There's no way to run away from it. It's, you know, if you're going to take, if you're going to enjoy the benefits of being an entrepreneur, you're also going to suffer these setbacks. So that's what I mean by new level, new devils. The moment you become an entrepreneur, you have to embrace the devils that come with that level. You know, now another common next level that entrepreneurs tend to think of is when it comes to raising money for a business. So it's one of the biggest problems, or would I say it's one of the most common problems that entrepreneurs have. Um, anyone who has started a business or is about to start a business, even people who have been in business for quite some time, most times you find that you're looking for money. You want to raise money. You you, you want to raise $100,000 or $500,000 or a million dollars or $10 million, right? You want to raise a lot of money. And now why do you want to raise that money? You believe that, or most entrepreneurs believe that, 
raising money is the key that unlocks the next level for them. Because, for example, if you can raise money, that means you can hire more employees. That means you can do more ad advertising. This will lead to more customers, more sales, more profits for your business, more success. Right. So many entrepreneurs see raising capital as the key that would unlock the next level. When you raise capital, you can expand your business into uh, new locations, into new territories, into new countries. So in summary, the perception is largely the same. Many entrepreneurs see, um, you know, capital or raising additional capital as the key that unlocks the next level. But remember what I said, new level, new devils. The moment you accept money from external investors or the moment you take a major loan from a bank, you are now exposed to obligations. You now have a fiduciary duty to your investors. People have entrusted their money to you and that's a big responsibility. So for, for some entrepreneurs, it's the biggest amount of money they've ever seen in their whole lives. And you're responsible for this money. If anything happens to that money, you are liable and you may be criminally liable. So it exposes you to legal liability. Right. And then you have to manage multiple stakeholders. Um, all this time you were used to being the only decision maker in your business. You know, you don't have to consult anybody. If you want to do something, you go ahead and do it. Now that you've taken money from people and they are now directors on your board or they are now stakeholders in your business, you can't um, take unilateral decisions anymore. You now have to get you now have to learn the art and the skill of working with multiple stakeholders and you know, combining all their interests and then managing all those interests and those expectations. So that's the thing about new level, new devils. And uh, sometimes you notice, okay, so I, I think I've seen this before where a, a company was, you know, doing fine as a small business owned 100% by, by the entrepreneur. And then the problem started the moment they started accepting money from outside, right? You know, some people are not very good you know, at working with others. Some people work best when they work alone and stuff like that. But bottom line is additional capital can be a lifeline for, for most businesses. For many businesses, you actually need additional money. You need to raise money from outside. You may not be able to provide all the funds you need from your own private pockets. So at some point, you have to reach out to outsiders and ask them for money. All I just want you to keep in mind is that while it can be exciting to raise money, it also comes with its own devils. And I'm going to talk a bit later about how you can handle these devils and what exactly you should do about them. Uh -huh. So the next common next level I notice entrepreneurs uh, can have is more sales. So the moment an entrepreneur starts a business, the next thing on your agenda is I want more customers. I want more sales. And that's because most of the money you need to run your business will come from sales. You need to pay salaries, you need to pay rent, you need to do some advertising, you need money for utilities, for lights, for internet, transportation and stuff like that. Most of the money you will need to run your business will come from your customers, right? So it's not surprising that many business owners are looking for more sales. That's the next level for them. So for some people, they are making sales of $10,000 a month. It's natural for them to want to double that number or triple that number or 10x that number. It's just a natural sequence of, thing, of things. Even big companies, big uh, multinational corporations like Coca-Cola, Microsoft, you know, um, Apple, Facebook, all these companies are always looking for growth. 
Because anytime you look, anytime they release their financial statements, the first thing the public looks at or most investors look at is what is the performance of this year compared to last year? And why are they comparing this year to last year? They're looking for growth. They want to see if Coca-Cola increased their revenues this year compared to last year. They want to see if Apple or Facebook increased their profits this year compared to last year. Right. So sales is very high on the agenda of many businesses. But then it's exciting to get more sales. Like I said, if you make more sales, it will line to, to reach it would eventually end up as more profit and stuff like that. But when you get to the next level of sales, you also need to be um, conversant with the devils you're going to be dealing with. For example, the moment you have more sales, in fact, just by doubling your sales or tripling your sales, that's going to put some additional pressure on your operations, on how you fulfill your orders. It's going to put more pressure on customer service because now you have more customers. It's going to put more pressure on your working capital because if you were buying stock for the previous level of sales, now that your sales has increased, you need to increase your working capital so that you can meet the new demands from the new customers who are buying stuff from your business. Um, more sales is going to lead to more, more demands on your personal time and your availability. Because the more sales you're doing, the harder you have to work, right? The, the, the new sales will not come without consequence. It will come with consequences. And some of that may infringe on your, your personal time and availability. And then if I'm going to stretch it, the more sales you do, the more visible you become in the market. So if you were a small player before, a small fry, and now your, your business is growing, you're making more sales, you're going to become more visible, right? You're going to become more visible to the competition. You're going to become more visible to outsiders. And some of that attention would mean that, you know, if a major competitor now notices you, that too can have its own implications. So it's a devil you have to be ready for, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't aspire or desire additional sales or more sales. Of course, by all means, you need to pursue growth in your business. You need to pursue sales. All I'm doing here is to balance the expectations. If you're going to, if you're, if you're asking for, for, for more sales, if you want your sales to grow, if you're putting in the effort to make your sales to grow, you need to understand that that next level of performance will come with fresh demands and new devils that you need to be capable of dealing with. If not, it's going to be a problem, right? Another area of next, another area of growth, like, you know, an area of next level where um, entrepreneurs consider to be next level might be, you know, hiring employees and building a team. You know, especially when you start your business, you're, you're usually most likely alone. You're, it's likely you start as a one-man business. That's how most businesses start. And then from a one-man business, you start to employ other people to work with you. Um, you know, initially, you're the only person handling every aspect of the business. But at some time, at some time later in the future, you want to divide the labor. So initially, you were the only person doing the operations, doing the customer service, doing the accounts and the finance, doing the marketing and stuff like that. As your business grows, you want to employ other people to take some of these responsibilities off your plate. So for some businesses, the next level is hiring more people, hiring competent people and building a team that will actually run the business so that the business doesn't always depend on you. You know, instead, it depends on a team and then you can you can have some personal time for yourself. You can breathe without the business crashing. 
you can take a day off, you can fall sick, you can travel, and you can rest assured that you have a team running the business. So for some entrepreneurs, that's what keeps them up at night. That's what they are worried about. For them, that's the next level. How do I build a team that can run this business? So if that is next level for you, you also need to be aware of the devils. So new level, new devils. What are the new devils that you need to confront and face the moment you build, a, a, you hire more employees and build a bigger team, right? The first thing off the bat is that managing people is harder than managing yourself. So when you were a one-man or one-woman business, it was just you. You could manage yourself. It's easier and more straightforward. You make all the decisions. You don't need to get consensus or manage stakeholders. But the moment you start to hire other people in your business, you have to manage them. And human beings are not particularly easy to manage. Human beings can be unpredictable. Human beings can deceive. Human beings can lie. Human beings can fall sick. Human beings can quit on you. They can resign, you know. So human beings are not particularly um, easy to manage. Another thing is, when it was just you, if the business doesn't make money, you can go on an empty stomach, right? It's nobody's business. It's just you. But the moment you start to hire people, you have to start thinking of paying salaries. At the end of the month, you have to start thinking, how do I pay the salaries of these two employees or these 20 employees, right? So that becomes a responsibility that naturally comes the moment you hire more people and, and expand your team. Another important demand would be that you need to develop your leadership skills, right? Because you're moving, you're transitioning from being a player in your business to being a leader. You're going to be, the moment you start hiring people, you're going to be the leader of, of a team. People are going to look up to you for direction, for guidance, for leadership. So at that point, you need to start thinking seriously about developing your leadership skills. How do you manage conflicts? How do you actually handle people? How do you create a vision and get your people to buy into it? How do you motivate your people? Right, because without motivation, nobody is going to follow a leader. And of course, the moment you start hiring people, you're going to expose yourself and your business to, to risks. You know, things like theft, fraud, crime. These are natural things that are going to happen the moment other people start coming into your business to work as employees. So, like I, like I said, I'm not saying it is wrong for you to hire people in your business. I'm not saying it is wrong for you to aspire to build a competent and capable team. All I'm saying is I'm balancing the expectation. I want you to balance the expectations. That next level will come with new devils. And you need to be ready to handle the demands of that level. That's what the devils are. The devils are the new problems, the new challenges that will be created the moment you get to a next level. Because every level has, every, every level, every next level has its own set of problems and challenges and demands. And you need to, you need to be able to rise up to that occasion. And then the, the fifth um, next level I want to talk about, which is something I'm sure resonates with a lot of entrepreneurs, is that desire to be successful, to be wealthy and famous, right? I know most, uh, I know all employ all entrepreneurs are not, are not in business because they want to make a lot of money or be on the Forbes list, right? But at the minimum, most people want to be financially secure. You want to feel fulfilled that you built a business from nothing to something. There's a level, all of us are aspiring for success, whatever success means to you. But the truth is that every morning you wake up, the reason you're doing this, the reason you're building this, the reason you're building your business, the, the reason you're applying your creativity, your efforts, you're investing your time, 
you're taking all this risk. The reason you're doing it is that you want to one day look back and be fulfilled and say, yes, I did something that mattered. I built something respectable. I am proud of myself. So whatever that means to you, all of us are looking for success. But also remember that success will come with its own devils. You know, being successful, which is a great thing, which is a marvelous thing, would also come with its own set of problems and challenges and demands. You know, successful people have to have to deal with, for example, with backstabbing. You don't know who to trust. The moment you're successful, you have money, people start to come around you. All sorts of characters who want to be your friends, who want to be your acquaintance, who want to connect with you. So that sort of thing, you have to worry about backstabbing, you have to worry about gossip, you have to worry about betrayal. You know, it's going to be difficult for you to then trust somebody because you don't know if they like you because of your money or if they really like you, right? So betrayal, clearly, you're going to become a target for criminals, you know? In the developing world, in the emerging, emerging market where things are rough, uh, people who are successful, who are known, are targets for criminals. Either people want to steal from you or people want to kidnap you or kidnap somebody close to you so they can extract a ransom for you, from you. you know? That is a common side effect of being a successful person. You become more visible, right? And then when you're more visible, you, you're likely going to become a target. There are also some other personal things that happen to you when you're successful, right? there's a lot of loneliness involved, right? When you're successful, there's some level of loneliness involved. You, 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 you tend to struggle to find who your true friends are. So there's a lot of loneliness involved. And there are things you deal with at that level that you have to deal with on your own. Because if trying to explain it to other people, they, they may not understand what you're going through. So there's some, there's some level of loneliness that comes with wealth, that comes with fame, that comes with success, right? You know, sometimes, to even give you an example, you see some of these celebrities, um, whether they are music celebrities or movie celebrities, and you tend to read some crazy things about them, like, you know, um, some of them use drugs. Um, you, you tend to hear things about mental illness, about depression. And, you know, when you read these things in the media, you start to wonder, this person is very famous. This person has a lot of money. They are very wealthy. They are successful. Why would they be using drugs? Why would they be depressed? Why would they be trying to commit suicide, right? The thing is, you will not understand until you get to that level because at that level, things can be lonely and things can get crazy if you don't know how to handle your, your success. Another common thing that comes with success is the, the thing I call the imposter syndrome, you know, widely known as the imposter syndrome, where you always have to commonly battle with yourself to say, do I deserve to be this successful? Do I deserve to be this famous? Do I deserve to be this wealthy? Whatever it is, the imposter syndrome is real. So these are some of the, the devils that are in the next level that people don't talk about. So these are some of the devils in the next level that people don't talk about. Everybody wants to be successful, but most people don't think about the challenges and the problems and demands that will come from being successful. So it's not wrong to be successful. But all I'm saying is you, you can aspire to be successful, but be ready for the demands of that next level because there are demands. There are going to be problems with that next level. There are going to be challenges, right? So now that I've painted for you a clear picture and hopefully a balanced, feature, um, a balanced picture that anything you are looking for in life or anything you're looking for in business, anything that you're looking for that is a good thing, 
you know, when you get that thing, it's going to come with its own challenges. It's going to come with its own problems. It's going to come with its own demands. Now, these challenges do not mean that you should not, you should not aspire for that good thing. Whether that thing is sales or successfully raising money from investors or um, building a, a competent team or becoming an entrepreneur or becoming a successful person, you know, the problem should not stop you from wanting these things. All I'm asking is that you have clear expectations that the moment you arrive at the next level, there will be these devils you need to confront. So now let's get to the exciting part of this episode, which is how do you handle the devils at the next level? So all I've done so far in this episode is to make that point that every new level of success will come with its own devils. And those devils can be all sorts of problems, challenges, and whatever they are that I just explained, right? So how do you handle the devils at the next level? Now, I'm going to give you a couple of pointers here. And these are just guides. These would help you reflect on the next level you are getting to. Whether it is sales, raising $1 million, or whatever that next level is for you. This will help you reflect, you know, within yourself to be sure that you are ready for the next level. So the first thing you have to do uh, when it comes to handling the devil, the devils at the next level is to ask yourself, do you deserve it? Whatever that next level is for you, whether it is doubling your sales or raising $1 million from investors or becoming an entrepreneur or becoming a successful person, the question is, do you deserve it? And what I mean by do you deserve it is that have you done the work required to perform at the next level? Because the thing is, if you don't put in the work required to be at the next level, you are very likely going to keep doubting yourself. It's like somebody who gets something they don't deserve or they haven't earned. You know, for example, somebody who makes blood money, there's always going to be that thing at the back of your mind. You know, am I worth it? Do I deserve this? But if you've worked hard for it and you deserve it, it's very likely that you have built the capabilities and the skills required to handle the devil's at the next level, right? So let me give you an interesting example. If you are looking to double your sales, for example, uh, now you should instantly know that doubling your sales will mean that you need to increase the supply of whatever it is you're selling because you can't just double your sales without doubling what you sell, right? And if you're going to increase the size of what you're selling to meet the, 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 the next level of demand, right? A lot of internal things have to change with your operations, how you source your products, your supply chain, how you procure, how you produce, you know, things like that. So essentially, it's like building a stronger backbone for your business to be able to handle the extra weight that will come in when you boost your sales, right? So the first question is, do you deserve it? Now, the second thing you have to look at is to prepare yourself. And that's because... Uh, when I say prepare yourself, prepare yourself mentally. And that's exactly why this episode of the podcast is important. The thing is, there is no reward without risk. Any reward you're looking for, whether you want to increase the sales in your business, whether you want to build a team in your business, whether you want to become more successful, whether you want to raise $1 million from investors to grow your business, there is no reward that doesn't come with risk. You know, nothing is pure reward. There will be some level of risk. There is no enjoyment without suffering. If you want to become famous, you want to become successful, there is no enjoyment that will not come with its own suffering. 
But the thing is that you need to be capable to handle the suffering that will come at that next level, right? Everybody wants to grow their sales by 100%, 200%, 300%. But there is a level of demand that is required to perform at that next level. If you, if you do not have the, if your business does not have the backbone to support sales um, at 300%, your business is going to crash. Because what it means is that, yes, you now have new customers, but you end up disappointing those customers because you don't deliver the goods on time. Your quality has dropped. You know, a lot of things are going wrong. And the problem is the only thing that changes is that you now have more customers. So having more customers, which is a good thing, can end up being a bad thing if you cannot handle the more customers that you have. So that's the thing. So having new customers is not the problem. You know, that's the reward. But the risk is that you need to up your game on the operation side to handle those extra customers. If not, that blessing can easily become a curse for your business and drag your business down. So there is no progress without commitment and hard work. If you want more sales, you're going to have to work for it. It means you have to up your game in your customer service. You have to up your game in your other, uh, your other fulfillment. You have to up your game in your production if you're the one who makes the products that you sell. Or you have to up your game with your supply chain. You have to make sure that your, your suppliers will not disappoint you because you now have a lot more at stake. You now have more customers who are depending on you. So you need to prepare yourself for the demands of the next level. If you're, if you're going to raise $1 million from investors, then it's a totally different game. You, you need to prepare the financial statements. You need to give them quarterly or monthly reports. You know, you need to be able to withstand the grilling that they're going to ask you because the moment you submit those reports to investors, they're going to start asking you questions. What's happening to your margins? Why is this month's sales less than? So it's a different level of responsibility. You need to be able to play the politics of handling multiple stakeholders in your business because the moment you have other stakeholders in your business, you are now, you are now playing some level of politics and you may not like politics, but that is a demand. That's, that is the devil for that, for that next level. So you need to be able to deal with that devil. That's exactly what it means. So you need, you need to prepare yourself. Do not delude yourself that you, the, the, the rewards you're looking for, the success you're looking for will not come at a price. Coming at a price is not a problem, but you just need to be able to confront that price and deal with the demands you know, of that next level. Now, the, so far I've talked about two things about how to handle the devils at the next level. The first thing is to make sure you deserve it. Do you deserve it? And the only way to deserve something is to earn it, to work for it. The second is to prepare yourself. There is nothing like enjoyment without suffering. Your, your enjoyment will come at a cost. But as long as you can handle that cost, you're fine. If you want to become more successful, make more sales, raise money for your business, all those things will come at a cost. So you need to be able to perform at that extra cost, right? And now the third thing, the third thing you need to keep in mind when it comes to handling the devils at the next level is to resist blind optimism. And I have spoken a little bit about this. And what blind optimism means is that, you know, some people think that they just start a business and then within the first year, they get 100 customers. By the second year, they will get um, 500 customers. By the third year, they will get 1,000 customers. And everything will just go smoothly and they will, live, they will live happy ever after and make all the money and go on the back of Forbes magazine and then become a multimillionaire. And it's going to be all these rags to riches stories and it's going to be fun and laughter and smiles. That is a delusion. 
that's not exactly how it happens. That's exactly the blind optimism I'm talking about. And many entrepreneurs, especially the new entrepreneurs, suffer from blind optimism. All they just see is the money they can make. All they just see is the fame that they can make. All they just see is the success that they will become. But they rarely ever understand that business is a full contact sport. You're going to get punched in, the, in your face. In fact, you're going to get punched in your face several times. You're going to lose your confidence. You're going to doubt yourself. That's exactly what this thing is about. So rather than be blindly optimistic, you know, I expect that after listening to this episode, you'll be more realistic with the demands of your next level. You won't just go in and say, I'll start this business and then I'll make all these sales and then the, the media will come after me and then I'm going to be successful. You, that's not how it happens. You're going to meet, there'll be roadblocks along your way. There'll be challenges. There'll be people who want to push you off your feet. There are people who are, who are going to challenge you. There are situations that will confront you that will make you cry. You know, all those things are involved. So the thing with business is just remember that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. So if if there's anything that can go wrong, your job is not to say, I hope this doesn't happen. You know, that's not how it works in business. You can hope, but you need to prepare for the consequences of hope. So you need to prepare for what happens when your hope fails, because you cannot thrive on hope alone. You need to be able to plan for what happens when your hope fails. So you need to be open minded and you need to be prepared for any possibility. The last thing I want you to be either as somebody who is starting a business, about to start a business, or has already started a business, is to be blindly optimistic that everything will go smoothly and there will be no problems. That is a mega delusion. And I don't want you to be a, a victim of that. Now, the other thing I want to say about handling uh, the devils at the next level, remember so far I've already talked about three. The first one is to ask yourself, do you deserve it? The second is to prepare yourself. You know, the third is to resist blind optimism. Now, the fourth is to adapt your mentality to problems. So, if you listen to everything I've said so far, essentially what I'm saying is that if you want to grow in life or in business, you need to be prepared for the problems of the next level. If you want to grow to the next level, you need to be prepared for the problems of the next level. So, what I'm saying in essence is that there is no way you can escape problems. As long as you want to grow, as long as you have dreams and you want to achieve something, as long as you want to be something, as long as you want to be successful, you cannot avoid problems. And problems are there for a reason. I'm going to tell you a bit more about that shortly. But what this point is about is that you need to adapt your mentality to problems. So since you cannot escape problems and since problems are the price for getting that success that you want, the only way around this is not to avoid problems or dig your way under the problem. You, the only way is to confront problems. And, you know, you need to adapt your mentality to expect problems and to tackle problems and challenges. The average person complains about problems. The average person doesn't like problems. The average person criticizes other people, blames other people for their problems. The, for the average person, problems are a major source of frustration and tears. But what makes entrepreneurs different, especially the successful entrepreneurs, is that they have a different mindset to problems and challenges. Remember, for in many businesses, many businesses are built on solving problems. That's how they make money. 
That's how they make problem. That's how they make money. If you solve a transportation problem, you're in the transportation business, you're making money. If you're in the hospitality business where you provide accommodation for people who, who are just in town for a short period, you own a hotel, you're solving a problem. You're in the problem-solving business. If you grow food, you're solving the hunger, the hunger problem, right? So most businesses exist to solve problems by default, right? So you need to just know that your capacity to handle problems will determine how much responsibility you can handle. You cannot say you want to be wealthy, you want to be successful, you want to be famous, but you cannot handle the problems that come with being successful, being famous, and being wealthy. Then that means you do not deserve to be successful. So every successful person you see is dealing with the problems of that level. You may not see it at your level, but that doesn't mean that at their level they don't have problems. All of them have problems. Rich people have problems. It's just that when you're not yet rich, you might not see those problems. Or you might think they are small problems compared to the kind of problems you have. But those guys are dealing with mega problems. Because as you know, more money, more problems. More fame, more problems. More responsibility, more problems. So it's a natural law. You can't really uh, uh, escape it. So what this means is that the more problems you can solve, the higher you can climb. That's how it is now. Because the currency of this game is problems. So the more problems you can solve, the more valuable you will become. So And that's because problems give you the opportunity to apply your knowledge, your skills, your creativity, and for you to flex your brain. So just imagine the opportunity that people miss when they avoid problems. So for some people, they might say, I don't want to make more sales because I'm not ready for the problems of that level. That's fine. You can stay where you are. But the moment you say you want to grow and make more sales, the moment you say you want to grow your team from two people to 20 people, the moment you say, I, I'm, I'm tired of being a, a $10,000 business. I want to now operate at the level of $100,000 or $1 million dollar business. The, the moment you aspire for something greater than where you are right now, you need to be ready to confront the problems of that level with your knowledge, with your skills, your creativity. You know, so there are new there's new knowledge you have to learn, there are new skills you need to learn, and you need to be willing to apply your creativity to solve problems because that is where the value comes from. That's what tells you that you deserve to be at that next level. Because if you cannot solve the problems of any level, guess what happens? It's like a game. You fall back to a lower level. The moment you get to an, a new level, you get to the next level, and you cannot solve the problems of that level. That's what's funny. You will drop back to the previous level. That's how this thing works. And then, um, before I talk about the last one, you know, I've, so far I've talked about four ways to handle the devils at the next level. I talked about asking yourself, do you deserve it? Um, I talked about preparing yourself. I talked about resisting blind optimism. And then I talked about adapting your mentality to problems, learning to embrace problems, because that's what proves that you deserve to be at the next level. The fifth tip I'm going to give you is don't be in a hurry. And this can be a bummer for people who are, you know, they're on the fast track. They want to become a multimillionaire by 25. They want to become a billionaire by 30. And they want to become the richest person in the world by 35, right? <laughs> there are people who believe this, what, what I just said right now, right? But the truth is, if you're going to take my advice, what I'm going to say is don't be in a hurry. And that's because, for example, for example, just look at what happens to people who want to get rich quick. People who say they, they don't think they should be spending all this time 
to grow. Why grow over 20 years when you can grow within one year? So they start to look for ways to make money fast, right? Now, it's not surprising that most of those people get into trouble because most of the ways to make money fast are not really legitimate. If you want to make money fast, you can steal the money. There are all sorts of criminal things you can do to get money fast. Unfortunately, many of these things are illegal. And interestingly, on the flip side, most of the things you have to do to make money legitimately, most of those things take time. You see? And it's not a flaw. It's in the design. That's how life is. You cannot, you cannot crack an egg today and find a chicken inside. That egg has to wait for 28 days. And not just 28 days. It has to wait for 28 days under the right conditions of temperature, of moisture, and all those other conditions. But you have to wait 28 days. You cannot make a baby. You cannot make a baby by making nine women pregnant. You can't you can make a baby today. You can't say, I want a baby today. So you make nine women pregnant. You can't get a baby. If you want a baby, you have to wait nine months. That's how it works. You have to wait nine months. You cannot get a tree from a seed today. You know, you want it fast, fast, fast. You can go buy all the fertilizer you want and everything, but that seed has to obey the law of time. So when you are in a hurry, you can make a lot of mistakes. And that's because it's, it, you're taking the unnatural path. The natural path is that you are, going to, you are going to accumulate over time. You know, instead of jumping from 1 to 100, the natural path of things is that you jump from 1 to 5 to 10, come back to 7 to 6, jump to 15 to 20, come back to 16 to 15, that's how, that's how most things in life work. Uh, but gradually, over time, you're actually growing. So don't be in a hurry. Time is not your enemy. Those people who think that time is their enemy, they end up in trouble because they end up in all sorts of make money quick um, opportunities. They try to jump the gun. They, they refuse to take time to learn the knowledge and the skills, build the relationships that they need to get to the next level. They make things fast. And that's because they think that time is their enemy. They, tell, they say things like, I don't have time. I want, to make, I want to make my first million within the first six months or within the first two years. So to those kinds of people, time, they feel that time is their enemy. But the truth is, time is actually your friend. Time is actually your friend because progress, like I explained, follows a natural rhythm. You need to take your time to learn certain things. You cannot make a chicken in one day. That, chicken, that egg has to wait for 28 days. You cannot make a baby in one day. It takes nine months to make a baby. So these things have their natural rhythm. And the moment you start to go against this natural rhythm, that's when you get into trouble. So at this point in the episode, let's recap. I started this episode by talking about the wisdom of new level, new devils. And what that means is that any level you're aspiring for, whether it is raising more money for your business, whether it is growing your sales, whether it is hiring more people and building a team, whether it is becoming successful or wealthy, any new level will come with new devils. And those new devils are new demands, new problems, new challenges that you have to deal with to earn your place in the next level. That's, it's very general. Most people who have made it in business, that's how it is. 
you learn to deal with the new devils of each level you get to. And I talked about the most common next levels that um, entrepreneurs are looking forward to. For some people, they want to become an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur is great. You get freedom of your time. Nobody controls your time. You, you, know, you can work on your ideas. You can have as many ideas as you want. You can work on it. It's um, a very fulfilling lifestyle. You can determine, you can live life on your own terms, right? Those are the benefits of entrepreneurship. But then there are downsides, you know, or more or less, there are devils you have to deal with. The moment you become an entrepreneur, you have to get used to unpredictable income. You don't know how much exactly you make at the end of the month. Sometimes it is low. Sometimes it is high. Sometimes there's even nothing. So you need to get used to that. If you want more sales, that which is a common next level that people, uh, many entrepreneurs look forward to, they want to grow their business, they want to get more customers, they want to make more sales. More sales will come with more problems. And that will be everything across your operations, from your supply chain, to your customer service, to how you fulfill orders, to how you maintain your quality. More sales will come, at, will come with more problems. You want to raise capital for your business because you believe that capital holds the key to unlocking the next level. But raising capital will come with its own devils. You have to learn to play the politics of managing multiple stakeholders. You have to learn the art of making decisions in conjunction with others. You have to learn to be responsible with other people's money. Because the moment you take money from people, you have exposed yourself to legal obligations, right? Uh, legal risk. So you can't play with their money. Um, a common next level is you want to build a team of competent people so that you have a team running your business instead of the business always depending on you. That will come at a cost. Managing people is not easy. You have to think of paying their salaries at the end of every month. You have to think of how to handle them, how to motivate them. You have to develop leadership skills to lead these people. You have to build in controls that will protect your business from things like theft and fraud and crime. You know, so that next level, that good thing that you want will come with its own problems. And you need to be ready and prepared to tackle those problems. I also talked about being successful. Being, uh, being successful is one of the next levels that entrepreneurs, you know, look forward to. Most of us who are running our businesses, we want to be successful. Whatever successful means to you. Successful can mean that you have more money. For some people, success means fulfillment. For some people, success means acknowledgement and pride in what they have built whatever success means to you success will come with its own devils you know because once you're successful you have different things to deal with both on a personal level and even the people around you successful people for example deal with things like loneliness um, they are subjects they are prone to betrayal because once you're successful you attract all kinds of characters people who claim they are your friends some of them may be real friends, many of them may be not, you know. These are things you have to think of because for every next level, there will be new problems. And then I talked about how to handle the devils at the next level. I talked about five specific tips. I, I shared five, five specific tips. The first one is to ask yourself, honestly, do you deserve it? Do you deserve the next level? Have you done the work? that ends you a spot at the next level? That's a very candid question. And you are the only person who can answer it. The second tip is to prepare yourself. Don't be under any delusions that you are going to enjoy without suffering, that you're going to get the reward without risk. The risk will always come with the reward. The moment you make more sales and get more customers, it will come with its own problems. 
The moment you, you build a, a team to run your business, it will come with its own problems. The moment you raise additional capital for your business, it will come with its own problems. So you need to prepare for, for those scenarios. And then the third tip I gave is to resist blind optimism. You know, essentially thinking that everything will go well and you don't have to worry about anything. That is an absolute delusion. So entrepreneurs thrive when they are realistic, not blindly optimistic. You have to be realistic that if anything can go wrong, you need to be prepared for that eventuality. You need to be able to develop your capacity and your capabilities to handle those things. And then the fourth thing I talked about is to adapt your mentality to problems. The currency of the game of entrepreneurship is problems. If you cannot handle the problems at the next level, you will not last at the next level. It's that simple. So the only way to ensure that you rise to the next level and stay there and then get to the next level and stay there is to be comfortable with problems, to be ready for problems, to approach problems with a degree of curiosity. You know, you know, you may not have the answer to the problem, but you're curious about the problem. You're interested in the problems and you want to find possible solutions to them. Right. And then the fifth tip I give is don't be in a hurry. Right. These things have their rhythm. Time is not your enemy. Time is actually your friend. And if you treat time as the enemy, you end up losing because most of there's there's really no 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 dependable way to fast track this kind of progress. Because it accretes over time. And I gave you some examples. You know, you, you, can't, you can't boil an egg and find a chicken inside. You cannot hatch an egg in a day. It has to wait 28 days. You can't make a baby in a day. You have to wait nine months. All these things have their natural rhythm. You cannot plant a seed today and expect a tree tomorrow. No, you have to wait for it. No matter how much you water it, give it sunlight, put fertilizer, you cannot beat that natural rhythm. So don't be in a hurry. In any level you are, Get yourself confident at that level. Build the, comp build the competence and the capability you need to perform at that level and the next level. And then that way you can rise. So at this point in the episode, we're going to talk about our partners, Queza. Queza, K-U-U-E-Z-A, is an e-commerce platform that is doing something really amazing for um, SMEs across the African continent, right? So if you have, if you, if you have products that you sell within your local market, and you think that these products have export potential, right? What Queza is doing is, Queza is helping to connect businesses in Africa with buyers outside of Africa and in other African countries. So we are seeing people export their products like shea butter, honey, and all sorts of things to neighboring African countries and even to markets like the US and Canada and the UK, right? So the benefits are tremendous because when you export, you can earn in foreign currency. When you export to foreign markets, you can actually charge a higher price because um, your products might look like the price is high in your own country. But then by the time you convert it to another currency, maybe US dollars, you'll find that you're just, it's just peanuts. So you can earn more. You can charge a premium in, in foreign markets, right? And it's a good way to grow your business. So why just limit your potential to your local markets when you can export to other African countries and even export outside of Africa. And that's exactly what Queza does. Queza makes that dream come true. Queza helps you make that dream come true because they have all these partnerships with the um, logistics providers. They handle all the transportation. They handle the payments and everything. So nobody gets cheated. 
and it's a very interesting way they already have a lot of um, merchants on their on their platform so without much ado i need you to go check out quesa if you sell products and you're looking to explore the export market so they have their apps on the on the app store and the uh, the play store right so search for quesa seller that's k-u-u-e-z-a seller that's the app for sellers and if you're looking to explore products you want to buy products from within and outside africa you want to look at the range of products that they have they have a separate app for the users and it is quesa user don't forget quesa is k-u-u-e-z-a so um, go check out quesa and i'm sure there's a reason why many of the merchants are, are still sticking with them because they they clearly are doing something right so yes that's it for quesa and then there are four things i need you to consider at this point in the in the episode now that we've come to the end the first is to join the insiders program right now the insiders is a community of entrepreneurs from over 20 plus countries within and outside africa who are mostly building businesses on the african continent right and these businesses these entrepreneurs are at different stages of their journey some of them are at the idea stage some of them have already started a business some are growing their businesses and some are running uh, mature businesses or even legacy businesses that are now in their second generation so what we do in the insiders is we are working towards a common goal we are there to support ourselves we network we share ideas we collaborate. Most of the topics I discuss on the podcast come from interactions with members of the Insiders program. And the thing is this. Take today's topic, for example, right? These are things you really don't learn anywhere. They don't teach them in business school. And except maybe you have like a really good mentor or something. These are things that people struggle with. In business school, they teach you how to increase your sales. They teach you how to run your... But nobody really prepares you for the problems of that next level in some ways it's a mindset problem in other ways you require hard and soft skills to be able to handle all these things and that's exactly the kind of support we provide within the insiders those questions you may ordinarily not be able to ask anybody or that people around you may not understand we are a community of entrepreneurs so we are able to share our problems in a safe space and get constructive feedback and get ideas and advice that can actually help you. So to learn more about the insiders, you can find us at smallstarter.com slash insiders. Again, it is smallstarter.com slash insiders to learn more. The second thing I want you to keep in mind is to tell your friends about this podcast. There are a lot of exciting things to learn on this podcast. I think we are now in our 80-something episode, and we have a backlog of episodes that focus on things that range from how to raise capital for your business to how to grow your sales to how to structure your company to how to find good business ideas to how to select between business ideas to how to hire employees how to fire them how to motivate them there's a very wide range of things you can learn on the podcast and it's very flexible you can listen on your way to work or back from work you can listen while you're in the bathroom. You can listen while you're at the gym or taking a walk. You know, it's very flexible and you can learn on the go. And that's exactly what this is built for. Over time, you're going to become a better person, a better entrepreneur, even in the way you think. And sometimes you say something and people are like, wow, where did you learn that? You know, that's exactly what this podcast is about. So if you enjoy the quality of the information you get on this podcast, don't just keep this to yourself. Tell your friends about the Small Starter Business Podcast. Share with them on social media. Ask them to go Google 
the Small Starter Business Podcast. They're going to see it there, right there, number one, right? And then they can listen and I can guarantee you that they are going to really thank you for introducing them to a resource like this. And then the third thing I want you to keep in mind is if you've been listening to us for quite some time and you want to say thank you, right? The information we share is for free, absolutely for free. But you can say thank you by leaving us a five-star review. That will that would really make me happy, right? So you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a, a, a five-star review on any of the podcast platforms you're, you're listening to this podcast on. Particularly, if you want to leave us a review, a five-star review, um, I need to follow this link, smallstarter.com slash review. smallstarter.com slash review. And of course, you can follow my work on social media. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I post there every day of the week, of the work week. We also have a Facebook group, right? It's called the Small Starter Business Club, right? So every day from Monday to Friday, we're sharing new stuff, interesting stuff. So instead of waiting for when the next podcast episode is, is um, released, let's connect on social media. You can um, check out the group, uh, Facebook dot com slash groups slash small starter you'll find the small starter business club there and or you can search for john paul iwaha on linkedin i'm very active on linkedin as of now i have about um almost um almost a million followers about eight hundred and fifty thousand followers or more so clearly there must be something in what i'm sharing that people uh, people enjoy so it will be nice to connect with you on on linkedin and when you're connecting try and mention that you you found out about me from the podcast or you listen to the podcast it will be nice for us to connect so to wrap up this episode i just wanted to always have in mind that um like i said there is no reward without risk there is no enjoyment without suffering if you want to if you want to get to the next level you need to be able to handle the problems of the next level because there are problems at the next level and they will come for you so you just have to be ready for them and um, the more problems you can solve, the more responsibilities you can take on. So the more problems you can solve, it means the more higher levels you can get to. That's how it works. So I want you to retain your confidence. Uh, don't stop dreaming. Dreaming is important. But what is most important is that you can handle the problems at the next level. Don't forget, just as the title of today's um, episode says, new level, new devils. New level, new devils if you want to be on the next level if you want to get to the next level you need to be ready to handle the devils of that level on to the very next episode take care of yourself be safe i wish you all the very best cheers bye-bye i hope you enjoyed this episode of the small starter business podcast to take our free business courses or join one of our signature programs for special entrepreneurs like you Head over to smallstarter.com to join our private community. See you inside.